Hey sis, welcome back to Black Woman Rising, a podcast about growing and leveling up with the life lessons I, and eventually some friends and fam, have learned in the hopes that you can avoid, commiserate, or rejoice in them with us. I'm your host, Olivia. Now let's get into it. Hey fam, so welcome back to another episode. I'm not gonna lie to you, today I really thought I was gonna do an episode on self-discovery and that's just not the plan anymore. (laughs) So (laughs) I guess it kind of is the plan. Let's get into this episode and see where it takes us. Today I really wanted to talk about the most freeing and liberating experience of my life, which is now becoming uh, the second most liberating experience of my life, but I'll talk about the first a little bit later down the line now. And that is when I cut off all of my hair. Now, when I was, I think I was 19 when I decided it was just time for me to cut out all of my relaxed ends and just do the whole natural thing. It was the scariest and most exhilarating time of my life. I went to the hairdresser to get cut. So I had, first of all, some of my haircuts were banging. So I had the coolest asymmetrical cut. Now, one thing you don't realize about asymmetrical cuts until you have one is that once your hair starts growing, it looks crazy. It looks wild. So if one side of your hair starts growing a little bit faster than the other and it's not the longer side, let's say the shorter side starts growing pretty quickly, that nice asymmetrical even cut can look crazy quick. Especially if your hair doesn't grow evenly all the way across. So I had the cutest asymmetrical cut and then for the first time I had experienced coloring my hair and whoo the color I had I'm gonna post it on Instagram or something because the color I had was like a nice kind of burgundy-ish color but not really burgundy maybe somewhere between a burgundy and a rust and a chocolate I don't know how to describe it but it was nice just trust me it was nice <laughs> anyway So I was going to the hairdresser, shout out to my hairstylist at the time, Nancy, and I was just going to get my hair trimmed and whatever, maybe color it again, maybe not, who knows. And I ended up just saying, you know what, when I sat in the chair, just cut it all off. And she kind of looked at me like, oh my goodness, is she really serious right now? And she asked me, she said, you know, are you sure? And I said, yep, just just cut it all off. I don't want any more relaxed hair. Because at this point, I think I had gone at least six or seven months without a relaxer. Because I had this idea in my head that I was going to transition and that I would slowly cut off my relaxed ends. Child, that wasn't happening. (laughs) I don't know who I was trying to fool, but that just was not going to happen for me. Once I sat down in the chair and she was telling me how damaged some of my relaxed ends were, I just said, you know what? Bump this, cut it all off. So she was cutting and cutting. And then she said, you know, I'm going to have to take a lot off. At which point I said, 
yeah, that's fine. That doesn't bother me. Just, just cut it. And she was cutting and then said, you know, do you want a color? I said, yes, sure. And it was still a bomb color. It might've been the same color I had before, maybe a little bit more red, but she finished cutting and I looked at it and I was just so satisfied. I have never been more content and just more at peace with myself than that day that all of my hair had been cut off. Granted, I felt exposed. So over time, I this kind of sunk in. And I just felt, I felt a little naked. I'm not going to lie to you. And I'm not sure why I felt naked because hair at that point in time had always just kind of been a thing. I knew it would grow back. That's why I cut it into that asymmetrical cut in the first place. But it was, it was scary because people could see my whole face. (laughs) And I mean my whole face because I had little to no hair. So people seeing my whole face, it, it scared me a little bit because, you know, if you have hair, you know, sometimes, especially with the side bang or with like the nice side part with the side swoop you could hide like if you get a pimple or if your face is just acting crazy or if you realize that both of your eyeliners don't match when you got out the house like you could just whoop and swoop that over the side but I didn't have that anymore all I had was this hair that I didn't know at the time what to do with because natural hair was just pretty new to me. I didn't take care of my natural hair in its naturally curly state when I was a preteen, when I first got permed, well, got my hair relaxed. And I didn't really know what to do with it because everything that I had done with my mom when my hair was natural was wash it and then usually blow it out and then she would twist it or braid it or something from there. So... (laughs) looking at my hair, I was just kind of like, this is great. This is scary. What did I do? I was happy. Don't get me wrong. I was so happy. But in the back of my mind, the back, back, the way back of my mind, I was kind of like, oh my goodness, did I make a mistake? Hey fam, this podcast was launched using Anchor. I actually heard about it on YouTube since it was recommended for podcast beginners. Here are the top features for me, the beginner. (laughs) It's free to use, meaning there are no hidden fees. They'll distribute your podcast to other platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Overcast for you. It's an all-in-one service so you can record, edit, and post from your desktop or phone in addition to having guests from your desktop or phone. Plus, you can earn money with absolutely no minimum listenership. That means you can get started earning money with one listener. If you were ever thinking of starting a podcast, now's the time. Don't believe me? Check out the free Anchor app or head to anchor.fm to get started. I was in college and my mom had taken, she dropped me off earlier that day. So she came back to pick me up and (laughs) when she saw me, I will never forget her face. Her mouth was wide open. If you've ever seen the mask, maybe I need to make these into videos because 
sometimes I have visuals in my head that I need y'all to see to understand. But if you've ever seen the mask, when Jim Carrey has the mask on, and I think he sees Cameron Diaz, and then he does that whole jaw dropping thing, my mom's jaw dropped. And I think it's because she and nobody else knew that I was going to cut my hair. I didn't even know when I got there that I was going to cut off all my hair. <laughs> She's just looking at me. And she really liked it. And she, the first thing she said was, well, are you happy? And I thought about it for all of a split second. And I said, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm happy. I knew what it meant to be impulsive. And I knew what it meant to just kind of have carefree moments. But this was the most carefree, impulsive gratifying moment I had ever had at that point in time in my life. And I think because, and this is not a brag in any way, because I think I've had a pretty boring life by doing this, but I had always been a good, just a good kid. You know, I didn't really get into too much trouble. I mean, I was fresh, I'm still fresh, but I didn't really, you know, go crazy or have a huge rebellious stage where I was just off the, off the wall. So this kind of felt like me going against the grain in my own way and on my own time. I cut my hair (laughs) and my mom was just kind of staring at me. So then I get back to my dorm at the time and I'm thinking, oh man, I'm going to have to face my boyfriend too and he doesn't know I cut my hair. I wonder what he's going to (laughs) think. So I don't remember if I FaceTimed him. He might remember better. Or actually saw him later when he first found out that I cut my hair or maybe I took a picture you know what that that part is not that important anyway (laughs) he ended up just kind of looking at me and and nodding his head slowly and saying I just have to get used to it and I think he now if you ask him because it's been so many years now he'll probably say oh I I really liked it I loved it don't listen to him (laughs) Don't listen to him because he was he was in a state of shock, <laughs> I think, when I first cut my hair. But the point of me telling this, this story was that no matter what anybody else said to me about my hair, how anybody else felt, it was the first time, the first time in my adult life I had just done what I wanted to do when I wanted to do it. And I didn't think about any repercussions. I didn't think about anybody else's ideas of me or what anybody else would think when I got it done. I just said, you know what? Bump this, cut it all off. There was something about that, something about just doing something for myself, entirely for myself, not for anybody else, not for anyone's enjoyment or gratification, but my own. And... That was the happiest moment of my life in college. And it had nothing to do with anybody else. It wasn't really an event. I didn't travel anywhere to get that extreme amount of joy. And I was just joyous in being myself. So I guess what I'm saying to you this episode is that sometimes... And it doesn't have to be as impulsive as my decision, (laughs) but sometimes you just have to make a decision and not think about what anybody else is going to say or what anybody else thinks 
or how anybody else is is going to treat you because of something you want to do that will make you happy. And that's hard. That's hard once you do it and you've you've kind of got to sit with that decision. <laughs> I'm not going to lie and say it was easy afterwards because there was a level of comfort in my hair and being able to cover up my face sometimes if I just was having a crap day or had a crap night sleeping. And there was this thought after the fact, of course, of, well, will I still be attractive without my hair? And to me at this stage in my life, that sounds absolutely ridiculous because I don't know if you've seen me. Maybe I'll I'll throw up a picture of myself on Instagram now too, but I look darn good. Just saying. <laughs> and I think you should feel that way about yourself too. But I was I was scared. I was insecure for a little bit afterwards. But in those moments of insecurity and uncertainty is when I would think of when I first got it cut. And all of the feelings of me first getting my hair cut came back of just pure joy. And I think it's because I started to let go of all of the things that held me back in a way. I let go of every single comfort I had known, and it sounds stupid because it's just hair, but if you're a woman who often gets her hair done or just is the, is that woman and enjoys her appearance and looking a certain way, then I think you kind of know what I mean by this. I let go of all of those notions and ideas and thoughts of what I made womanhood out to be, and it was at that point in my life... <laughs> That I decided, even if it was just for that split second of getting my hair cut, that I was going to pave my own way and make my own path for myself and decide what I thought was beautiful or acceptable or just desired. Even now, recording this episode, I'm not going to lie, it does make me happy to think about that time because that was genuinely the happiest time in my college life. And it's hard to say that because I do like to, unfortunately, people please. And I do focus a lot of my time and energy on what makes other people, or for a while, I'm shifting away from that, on what makes people, other people close to me, happy and proud and joyful. And there's nothing wrong with wanting your close friends and family to be proud of you. But at the end of the day, are you proud of yourself? Do you feel like you've accomplished or done or lived the way that you've wanted to live? And I guess at the end of the day, this episode did kind of (laughs) get back to self-discovery. Because as I sit back and I think of the moments in my life where I was very happy, a lot of them did involve other people, friends and family. But in between all of those other filled memories comes memories of me just doing what I wanted to do (laughs) and me feeling darn good about it. And my message to you, if you're listening to this and kind of feeling like you're in a people-pleasing position or like you don't really know who you are, try and find those moments where you've done something for yourself and you just felt amazing. You felt like you could do anything because you did the one thing you wanted to do when you wanted to do it. And it doesn't have to do with anybody else. It doesn't, you didn't worry about 
what people would say or what people would think. Just try and go back to those carefree moments and really understand that that's your life. You can make that your life. You can live the way that you want to live. And if people still rock with you, if people are still with you, that's fine. And if they're not, that's even better because now you know who's not in your corner for you being you. And it's not always going to be rainbows and butterflies when you do whatever it is that you want to do. But be smart about it. Don't be reckless out here in these streets. You know, just go back to you and know that it's okay to be a little bit selfish sometimes. And it's okay to want things that society would tell you you shouldn't want or want things that are different than what society dictates is the creme de la creme or what society dictates success looks like because in this day and age no one no one's ever guaranteed success but there are so many new things happening in the world and i think this is truer of younger generations they just see so much possibility in the world that you can really do anything you can be anything and you can be anyone but that anyone should be you so this one's a little bit shorter than most i'm sure when i edit it it'll be even shorter but i'm hoping that my story of joy and just complete elation spark something in you to do whatever it is that you've wanted to do start the business start the family get married go have kids do (laughs) you know be smart be smart but (laughs) cut your hair dye your hair move to that new town move to that other city make friends with the person that nobody else wants to hang out with Whatever it is that you've been holding back on doing, I hope that this episode is encouraging and inspiring for you to get out there and just go do it. Because, so cliche, you only live once, but you do only live once, and your life is your own to claim. So I hope that this is helpful to somebody somewhere, and with that, I'm out. Happy Sunday. Peace.